Look around, what do you see? Cars, lots of them. And guess what? They're probably on Auto Trader. Whether you're into timeless classics or the latest trends, did somebody say solar-powered, eco-friendly, vegan, leather-wrapped, aromatherapy-scented, disco ball-equipped, self-driving car? If you see it on the road, you can likely find it on Auto Trader. Big cars, small cars, blue cars, new cars, used cars, electric cars, and one day, maybe even flying cars. With millions of options to choose from, buying a car becomes a whole lot easier. See it. Find it. Auto Trader. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck and Jerry sitting in for Dave, so that makes this short stuff. And this is a good one. I'm pretty excited about it, Chuck. That's right. Uh, big thanks to WebMD, uh, the National Institute of Health. Mm-hmm. And then, what, Live Science? You found a, a cool interview from Live Science? Well, they had a guest post from a guy named Dr. John Grohole. I think that's how you say his name. But um, he's CEO and founder of Psych Central. And Live Science apparently said, Dr. Grohole, uh, why don't you come over and write about sleeping on it for us? And he said, sure. And uh, that was one of the sources we used. I bet it's Grohole. That's what I said, Grohole. No, Grohole, basically. Oh, Grohole? Nah, yeah, you're probably right. Guess. But I mean, the extra O between the H and the L is what's throwing me off. But maybe the good doctor did not say, sure, I'll do it. Maybe he said, oh, let me sleep on it, and I'll let you know. Very nice. What word are we not going to say in this episode, Chuck? <laughs> I don't know. Grow whole. <laughs> <laughs> so um, th- it is kind of interesting if you stop and think about it. I mean, basically all of us have had, if not by design, then probably by accident, a, a period where um, we were facing some dilemma, some big decision, and we we slept on it. We slept before making the decision. And after we slept, it was just way clearer the next day. And we probably made the right decision from that point on. That's what everybody calls sleeping on the decision, right? But why would that actually happen? Like, that's an actual, like, a fascinating, amazing component of human life that I just yeah. think is is the tops. Yeah, and there's – here's the thing is there's more to it than – like we all know sleep is just great for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But there's more to it than like uh, – but it, it is also this than like, you know, you shouldn't send that email, that angry email. Like yeah. s- sleep on that. Um, sleep on true. the uh, – maybe sleep on the argument that you're in the middle of having with your significant other mm-hmm. or your friend or whoever. Yeah, um, supposedly not going to bed angry as a rule is not actually a very good rule. Uh, we go to bed angry all the time. <laughs> every night. <laughs> not every night, but man, like, you got to sleep. And if you're still angry, what are you going to do? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it's four in the morning. We got to work this out. <laughs> right. Uh, but there is more to it than that because just human sort of intuition would tell you that, you know, you get some sleep, you clear your head out. You make a better decision in the morning. It just makes sense. But it's it's more specific than that, right? Yeah, and we should say that this pretty much applies, as far as the research goes, to important, tough, complex decisions. Like, if you're at a, a deli and you're like, should I have roast beef or pastrami on rye? <laughs> and you go and curl up in the corner for 30 minutes and then wake up and with your answer, it's actually not going to help. You're probably going to have the same answer. It's complicated decisions that this works for. Mm-hmm. And um, most people say the reason why is because when we sleep, uh, we organize our memories and process information during mm-hmm. that period, and that 
we're probably taking all this different information, new information, connecting it to old information, cementing these neural pathways so that we understand it better after we've slept than we understood it before and that we can gain clarity from sleeping on a decision and that that's how that works. Yeah, and they've also found, and this comes from uh, Cal Berkeley from Dr. Matthew Walker, that who was a sleep scientist, which I, I'm fascinated by that job. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, it getting good sleep helps you learn. Like that's why you probably learn better. Like right when after you wake up in the morning, your morning classes in school, you're probably sharper than those afternoon classes. But also that uh, going to sleep after you learn, for reasons that you mentioned, mm-hmm. is a really big deal. Uh, which led me to my uh, next topic that I'm going to do for a long-form episode, okay. yeah. uh, which is napping. Oh, okay. Uh, because I think I told you on our super-secret research trip that I've been started taking a daily nap last year. Yeah, yeah. And then it's been, like, life-changing. So I really want to know more about why. So napping uh, – and, it, again, it has to do, I'm sure, in a smaller way, the reason a good night's sleep is good for you. I would think so, for sure. So napping is coming soon, is what I'm saying. Okay. For I me think, personally. Uh, <laughs> right. After I record, and then... Well, uh, <laughs> let's, we'll take a break, and you can take a nap, and then we'll come back. How about that? Okay, let's do it. hasn't heard names like Achilles or Odysseus, Cassandra, Medusa, but how much do you know about them from the ancient world? Let's Talk About Myths Baby is the podcast bringing the ancient sources to life. Greek myth and history is timeless, and unless you've been living under a rock, you have seen just how true that is today. But there is so much more to these characters and stories than what pop culture can do justice. I'm Liv Albert, the host of Let's Talk About Myths, Baby, and every week I bring you stories from the ancient world, both mythological and historical, to breathe new life into these thousands of years old stories. I'm also regularly joined by some of the most brilliant names in the field of archaeology and ancient history, authors of your favorite retellings from today, and everyone in between. Join me as I dive into the wild world of the ancient Greeks and their stories. Listen to Let's Talk About Myths, Baby on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon, and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No, stuff you should know. 
Okay, Chuck, it's 45 minutes later. I've been standing here waiting. Oh, that's I just woke a up. Nap. Oh, I feel great. Hopefully this is an even better episode <laughs> had you not napped. Uh, all right, so we're moving on to some even more specifics, which I found super, super fascinating about um, sleeping on it, which is the way your conscious mind and your unconscious mind works, right? Yeah, they think that maybe it doesn't really have much to do with the actual act of sleeping or cementing memories or new information, but that while we're sleeping, we're using unconscious thought rather than conscious thought. Uh, and that you could actually, if this is true, you could do the same thing um, as sleeping on a decision without actually having to go to sleep if you can engage in unconscious thought about it. And that sounds hard, but actually I think it amounts to um, just stopping thinking about and chewing over the decision and going and doing something else, building a model airplane, doing your taxes, just something right. else. Because while you're doing that, um, this this um, the guy, uh, Dr. Grohol, um, points <laughs> out that you um, that that unconscious thought is like not just zoning out and it's not not thinking. It's just a different mode of thinking. And that um, you're you're still engaging in unconscious thought about this problem, this dilemma. It's just not in the front of your mind. And by removing it from the front of your mind, putting it into unconscious thought, it seems that that actually can produce really good decisions just like sleeping on, on something can too. Yeah, and it seems like one of the big reasons why is uh, biases. Mm -hmm. If you are – and I think this is where um, – we're overthinking, like if you say, oh, you're overthinking it, or yeah. if you, you think something to death or something, mm -hmm. uh, that is that is concentrating so hard on something, on a decision that your biases are creeping in, you're thinking about all these different angles, and you're quite literally just sort of overdoing it. And apparently when you're just using your unconscious thought and kind of parking it for a second mm -hmm. in the forefront of your brain, those biases will fade away. And the way I read it, or at least the way it feels like in my brain, because I've, you know, I try to do this stuff some, is it feels like it just sort of clears the table a little bit. Mm -hmm. And what's left is what's important. Yeah, because if with your biases, with your conscious biases, you're you might push yourself to a bad decision because that's the one where you get like a snickerdoodle cookie, you know? Okay. Where if you engage, what's, what's the bad I, would, part? <laughs> I would do a lot for a snickerdoodle cook, but like probably things I should not be doing if somebody offered a snicker snickerdoodle, right? But um, the it, if you just engage in unconscious thinking, your brain is like snickerdoodle cookie doesn't really matter that much. We're not going to use right. that to weight the different factors in the decision. Um, these are all going to be fairly balanced out because the biases are removed. So you can essentially step back, look at all the different components, all the different possible outcomes pretty much equally on an equal basis and then say, this is the one that's obviously the right decision to make. Yeah. Even though I'm not getting a snickerdoodle cookie, I can go buy a snickerdoodle cookie and still make this correct decision and have the best of both worlds. I could have my snicker snickerdoodle and eat it too. <laughs> oh, man. I knew that's what you're going to say. Did you? Sure. You knew me. You know it's, me. It's <laughs> Man, the wheels are starting to fall <laughs> off of this brain. I'll tell you that. Uh, there has been some study on this as far as sleeping on it. There was that one uh, that I guess you found from – was this from the NIH or was this WebMD? Uh, it was Dr. Grohol that cited this one. The, oh, the, okay. Let me see if I can hazard this name. Uh, 
Dister Hughes? <laughs> Dixter Hughes? I think I nailed it that last time. Dixter Hughes? D-I-J-K-S-T-E-R-H-U-I-S. And I'll bet during college everybody called him the Dixter. Oh, sure. At parties. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you pronounce that. That sounds about right, though. Dixter Hughes. Uh, so this was an experiment where they would uh, – Try to get results from having you know people sleep on a big decision, mm-hmm. uh, or just a decision. That's um, I think in this case they were talking about like choosing apartments, yeah, and like where to live. I guess mm-hmm. sure. So they would um, choose these participants. They would have a few apartments to choose from. They would uh, describe what's going on in these apartments, of course, like you would with any moving real estate decision. Like it's got, oh, this one has an extra half bath. Uh, that well, means that, that one can, has a chalk body outline. That's right. I want to avoid that one unless that's your thing. Right. Uh, and after reading these descriptions, they were asked to make their choice um, following an additional period of conscious thought or unconscious thought. And as you would expect, uh, the unconscious thinkers. Well, it says this is the only part I wonder about. It says made the better decision than conscious thinkers. But what's the better decision? Like, would they be like, well, you chose the wrong place, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to actually go live in there in reality. Because that part is up. subjective, right? And whether or not I that d- was the right choice. Yeah, I don't know what the what the um, criteria was, but clearly something was more desirable than than others in the apartments. Okay. Because well, maybe the it was the chalk uh, outline. Probably was. But the thing that I saw, um, there was like some other follow-up um, studies or subsections to the study. And they found that experts as well um, are subject to the same thing. Like you could take an expert and ask them to uh, make a snap decision about something. And mm-hmm. they're probably going to make a worse decision than a non-expert who has had time to sleep on it or engage in unconscious thought about that decision. Interesting. And you know what? I, that tracks because I think one of the traits of uh, what you would call highly successful people is to be able to make the right decision quickly and even under duress. Yes, but that that is asking for a lot. And a lot of people oh, yeah. who say one of the reasons why sleeping on it or engaging in unconscious thought is just by virtue of stepping away from the problem, you are relinquishing the stress of immediacy. You're mm-hmm. saying, I'm not going to make this decision under duress. I'm going to give myself some time and step away from it. And uh, you are just automatically taking yourself out of a stressful situation. And then by virtue of that alone, you're probably going to make a better decision. So I think the upshot is, is unless someone has a gun to your head and is telling you to hack into some mainframe, um, you can probably step away from the decision. You're probably putting yourself in, under undue pressure. And the more likely you are to do that, the more likely you are to probably make a better decision than if you just make a snap one under duress. Uh, the only thing I'm going to disagree with there is that uh, people are sort of uh, can ask for and are afforded that luxury because I think far too many jobs – when they don't need to require immediacy of action mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, if you're like, eh, can I sleep on it? They're like, this isn't the job for you then. So, like, give me an example. Oh, I mean, any big high stakes sort of high pressure uh, upper management stuff. I, I don't feel like there's a lot of those people that are – I think the ones that are maybe 
truly successful are probably drawing those boundaries and saying like, no, we should take our time with this decision. But sure. I feel like a lot of those are like, no, we need to we need to figure this out and act on it. That's probably true. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'll bet that they that means that the decisions that are being made at these higher echelons are probably routinely bad decisions. Well, there might be something to do that when you think about it. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want my CEOs to go sleep on things. That's my that's my <laughs> game. Yeah, we should start a new corporation called Sleep On It. That's a great idea. LLC. We're going to have to edit that out so nobody steals our idea. <laughs> it's probably out there already. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll look. We'll do a, a, a business search. Okay. Uh, well, while we're doing a business search, everybody, this short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.